Welcome, welcome, welcome to this episode of Authentic Footsteps, Following Jesus for Real. I am your host, Nico Williams, and I'm so glad that you decided to tune in. We've got an awesome episode for you. But before we get into any of that, we got to hit the segment number one. You already know what it is. The Bible Stay Wildin'. That is where I retell a biblical story and then try to give us an application for us today. All right. So what we're going to be is actually just one verse, Matthew chapter 9, verse 9. All right. Let me, let me walk you through what happens. So Jesus is walking through the city and he sees this man who's a tax collector. This guy's man, this guy's name is Matthew. And so Jesus looks at Matthew and he says two words. He says, follow me. Now, the, the interesting thing about a tax collector in that day is a tax collector would have been considered a, a traitor to his own people. See, because what happens is uh, Rome, the Roman guards have probably said, hey, you want this job? You can take it. We need you to take up the we need you to take the taxes. And it's a certain amount of money. In order for you to get paid, why don't you just charge a little extra and then you take yours off the top? And so the Jewish people would have been kind of like, yo, this is crazy. It, it kind of would have been like, man, if you went to the, the number one HBCU in America, North Carolina A&T, and then you decide, oh, you're going to go to Central. You can go to North Carolina Central. Your people would look at you as if you were a traitor. No, I'm just I'm just kidding. But, man, what what we see here is that Matthew has probably an opportunity to make a lot of money. And so when Jesus looks at Matthew, I'm just imagining here, Jesus is looking at Matthew and Matthew sees the love that he was created for in the eyes of Jesus. And Jesus says, follow me. Matthew does. Like it's an irresistible thing because he probably had all the money in the world and recognized the money doesn't do it. Like, my heart is still hungry, you know, man, how does this apply to us? I think a lot of times now in this day and age, man, we, we have these ideas about what we were made for, you know, I'm made for to, to love someone else, to be a wife or a husband, to be a father or, or, or a mother. I, I'm made to be successful. I'm made to have money, but really y'all, when it comes down to it, the money and the relationships, these things don't satisfy. It's kind of like a, a, a omelet. The, you, the omelet is made out of egg. And then you could put some cheese on top, but you can't make an omelet out of just cheese. You know what I'm saying? So, I, man, when, when Matthew looks at Jesus, he sees the love he was created for. And he gets up and he follows Jesus. He has literally no choice. I think we should do the same. When we look at the way that the Father loves us by sending Jesus to die on the cross for us, man, we, we ought to get a, a glimpse at his love. And we ought to follow him because Jesus is worthy of that. Y'all, that's been this episode of The Bible Stay Wildin'. Hang in there for segment number two, the footstep of today. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I got a good friend of mine here in the studio, my little office, for uh, this episode (laughs) of Authentic Footsteps. The footstep of today is, is Jesus worth it? Is Jesus worth it? So um, real quick, I just want to introduce my guest uh, he's a good friend of mine. He's actually one of my um, groomsmen in my wedding. Uh, I met him in college. He's just super dope, and uh, he's just one of my closer friends. The Lord was really, uh, he was really good to me when he sent me uh, Alamade Alawani. Alamade Alawani. What's up, man? What's up, Nico? <laughs> Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Do you know <laughs> that you are uh, the first person to record with me on this show? Well, it's an honor. 
Do I so, get a badge? Uh, you can you can get friendship with me for the rest of my life. How does I that? Take that. I you take that. that. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. No. Man. Um. So here's the question I ask all my my guest hosts. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first question is, man, what is one experience that has shaped who you are today? Um, I think one of the ones that has really really shaped my life today is the friendship I have with um with you, Isaac and Stefan. Do you experience through um, friendship with you guys, um, God has been able to reveal a lot of things about who I am myself. And also, um, I love the things that I'm trying to do with my life. Mm. And uh, just through simple encouragement from your calling me out of my sins and just so many other things. And also the friends I've made through you guys. Man, that's really dope. I'm really glad to know that, you know, me and the rest of the boys had a, an impact on you. Yeah. Um, I'm glad to I'm glad to know you. All right, let's get into it. Okay, here's question. the The first question that's for this for this episode is, mm-hmm. man, how did you come to know Jesus? Um, short story, uh, long story short, um, I came to know Jesus through um my friend Isaac. I saw my friend Isaac the way he was living his life. His life was lived out of love that I didn't think was actually possible for someone to have uh, the way he relate relate to people. He's always talking about Jesus every single time. And it's just like, okay. They invited me to church, and by going to church with him, I started learning a lot about what Jesus is, how everything my parents have been teaching me, how it's really been about Jesus, but I never saw it being about Jesus. And through that, a lot of things started connecting for me, and then I decided, okay, I, I think what God has been teaching me is that these things that I'm supposed to be doing as a Christian it's given me the power to do it through his Holy Spirit. I think that was a realization that switched everything around for me. Then I decided, okay, since it's given me the power to do it through his Holy Spirit, okay, I'll do it. And mm-hmm. just continue to be in relationship with you guys. Man, um, do, yeah. do you feel like there was a moment where you recognized, like, yo, I'm all in, mm-hmm. or you weren't at one point? Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, it, kept, it was really my baptism. So they were making a call. And mercy you. Um, that's the church that. Yeah. Well, that's the church I go to. It's no longer his church anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Not because there was any split. I guess I can let Just you explain why. Yeah. So um, I was I've been part of mercy to my old college days, and uh, why during my sophomore year there was a sermon and about uh, baptism, and I've never been baptized in my life. It's something. Only the grown-ups did back home. Mm-hmm. I'm from Nigeria. Um, I'm sure y'all can tell he has an accent of some kind. I don't think he's, he's out. Yes. He's from Nigeria. <laughs> uh, so uh, they were making a call for it, and the pastor was talking about, like, hey, if Jesus is calling you to do this, you feel the Lord pulling in your spirit. And I I could tell this is one of the moments in my life that I know, like, the Holy Spirit is literally pulling on my heart. Uh-huh. Uh, but I was like, nah, bro. Like I was stubborn. I was really stubborn. I was like, no. The a lot of people came up. Some of my friends even went and got baptized that day. But I was like, no, I don't want to do this. I didn't do it on that day. And I left, went back to my college, and kept going about my day. But every single day of that week, I was just kind of like in anguish. Like, ah, I didn't do this, and the old spirits kept. Pulling on me, it could I could categorize one of the worst weeks of my uh-huh. life in the sense that I just those was talking on my heart. Before the end of the week, I reached out like, "Hey, you guys still doing baptism?" And they yeah, we're still doing more. Next week, got connected with them, 
And then I did it. I have I have a disability and my leg is one of the things that I don't like people to know about me, mm-hmm. but I'm very insecure a little bit about it. Uh, so getting dunked in water and coming out of it, people would notice the leg. And if you don't mind, would you kind of, I guess, talk about, because they, they've never seen you. Yeah, yeah. right. Well, yeah. What's the difference between your two legs? So my uh, my left leg was affected by polio when I was little. Mm-hmm. So it's it has it's had a stunted growth mm-hmm. throughout my whole life. So mm-hmm. my leg, my right leg is... Massive. Is, is, it is massive. It's bigger it's than... It's athletic. It's Let's bigger see. than both of my legs combined. It has an athletic build to it, but the other one is as skinny as a... As, as a Sharpie. Um, so having that, you can tell if you look closely at that. That's one thing I don't want people to see. That's why I wear big pants. So it's like, it won't be easy for people to tell. Now, just putting that on display for people while coming out of the water, I didn't want to do that. Um, but during that week, what God has been spreading my heart is like, I, I was the one that brought you to all that. It's since big since the moment I was born to mm-hmm. the polio happened after the polio, I have seen God work in my life even mm-hmm. through that mm-hmm. situation. So just yeah, so I just the idea of that I'm gonna let that be the one thing that's gonna deny me mm-hmm. from publicly proclaiming what is done in my heart, that was just when I think about it, it's absurd. But at that time it was just kinda like I didn't want to put myself out there. Mm-hmm. But the moment I decided, yes, I'm I'm gonna Whatever you want from me, Jesus. If it's for people to see this, yeah, okay, I'll do it. Um, that was a defining moment. And mm. once I got dumped in that one and I came out, all I could just say at that moment was Jesus. <laughs> Man, let me ask you this: Do you feel like, do you feel like that moment is what saved you, or what? Oh, definitely not. Okay, it was not that moment. Okay. Um, uh, I can't really quantify it. Mm-hmm. Like specifically say, oh, this one moment. Mm-hmm. But I think it's an actual realization over time of being under the sound teaching of the gospel, mm-hmm. which I thank God for the church I was at, um, that helped me realize that the whole thing my parents have been teaching about, the Bible I read and everything, mm-hmm. it's been about Jesus. Right, right. And looking back at my life, I've seen Jesus in my life. So just putting all that together was really was like, okay. It's been there since the beginning, mm-hmm. and it said it's always gonna be with me. Um, the the smallest thing I can do is just give my life to what it's doing. So let me see if I can just kind of say what you said and yeah. rephrase it a little bit. Seems like you're saying like, man, you had been following Jesus to an extent, like mm-hmm. you at least have been around him yeah. for a little bit, mm-hmm. and then just having the realization that like, yo, what Jesus did for me, mm-hmm. like I have no other choice but to like display that yeah but like your baptism was not you being saved no it's not it was just a a reflection of what happened mm-hmm. anyway. yep. i just want to make it clear for everybody who's listening yeah but like that was the moment you was like yo i'm all in i Definitely. know i'm all in. yeah i'm all in all the way i love that yeah. um man let me ask you this this is for the person who's listening who's probably who's investigating jesus don't really it's like he's been around jesus for a long time yeah. but could say no i'm not following Jesus 100%. No. I'm kind of investigating. Let me mm-hmm. ask you this. Um why is Jesus worth following? Like what what is the point? Why why would anybody who's not following Jesus mm-hmm. become a Jesus follower? Well, why is Jesus worth it? Um that it's what the point I'm trying to make is is purpose. 
Okay. The idea of purpose. Okay. Um, Jesus is worth it because that to worship him is why I'm created. Now, this this might sound so Christian to someone that doesn't know Jesus, but check this out. Every single person likes to we, we have a desire, there's an innate desire in us to 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 function, to I wanna have a I wanna have do something with my life. Mm-hmm. Um I'm in the in the corporate world now and I get to meet a lot of people that say a lot of things about like what am I doing with my life? I'm just doing this nine to five. I feel like I should be doing something more. Uh, I think we have that in a design. People have looked for it in like, you know, a lot of people give and that's great. But they always feel like there's more to be done. There's always more to be done. It's because we created to worship, to do good works for the one that created us. Jesus is worth it because life without Jesus is just a life not worth living. Mm. I know for someone that doesn't know Jesus, that's kind of like, what do you mean by that? Mm-hmm. Uh, if just just stick with me for a minute. If Jesus is the reason why, if worshiping is why we're created, any other thing that we're doing is not is not going to be enough mm-hmm. to fulfill that desire of, mm-hmm. of Him. So it's like Jesus is worth it because in Him the true because our life is truly worthy. Our life is truly mm-hmm. meaningful. Mm-hmm. When we give our life for him. It's kinda like um if you're thirsty, yeah, and you you know you're thirsty, uh-huh. and you go and you drink something like some sprite or mm-hmm. some Dr. Pepper, yeah, and you're just like, Okay, this is good, right? But it doesn't it doesn't completely satisfy it's not right. Your body is really looking for the for water. water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And when you get that water, it's like Ah, this is what my body was looking yeah, for. Yeah, yeah. I really, I really like the way you you're, like Jesus is the, the true part. Like, yes, it's the it's the it's the point of everything. Mm-hmm. It's the reason why I'm breathing. It's the reason why that polio did not kill me. It's the mm-hmm. reason why I was able to move from Nigeria over here. I was able to meet. It's this Jesus is the reason mm-hmm. why for mm-hmm. every single thing mm-hmm. of our life. Every single person I know. Whoever is listening to me, you can probably think back to the time, to love times in your life that are like, why did this happen to me? Jesus is the reason why. And just a life for him is a realization of how you spend that. You you're saying like, man, everything that has happened, Jesus is the reason why. What about the what about the negative things? Yeah. What about the the things that like really have broken a person? Yeah. What about those things? What how is Listen. Jesus the reason for that? Dude, that's a really good question, man. Um, I was recounting to my brother yesterday. I'm um, talking about um, some of the things I faced when I was little, growing up. Um, they used to sing a song for me, um, like little kids, just making fun of me. And I would I would always run in and cry to my mama. And I don't know if you know about African parents. Like, she just she, she whooped my face. Like, get out there, boy. Uh, you know, like, just, hey, don't uh, don't take it to heart too much. Yeah. Um, and I would think back to those moments. Uh, of course, like there's there's a lot of crazy things that's happened to people in the world, and I can never relate to most of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is one thing I know about my life, about everybody I've seen, even looking in the Bible. God, oh, I praise God for this. Every single thing that's been evil in my life that's happened to me that's been horrible. Um, Fresh May, I lost my little brother. So many little things, things like that. Um, I've seen numerous ways. Some of them I have not yet, but I can trust in it. I've seen numerous ways mm. that God has taken those things and just switch mm. it around mm. for his good. Because of those moments that kids would sing, would sing 
those terrible songs at me, mm-hmm. I've been, I, I can say I'm very resilient when people are talking mm-hmm. terrible things about me. Uh, t- those are the smallest thing. Yeah. Um, when I was little, I want to like wild out and do crazy things, but I can't do that because my leg won't allow me to. Yeah. Now all that kind of helped me build this idea of like it, it would seem like I can't. I'm I, I'm disciplined a little bit. Mm. This like idea of work ethics yeah. and all that. Yeah. God has used so many of these bad things in my life and just turn it around. Like I said, not all of it I've seen, but I can trust in the fact that God is faithful. God is good. Um, I was gonna say that that reminds me of uh, something that. Andrew Hopper, my current pastor, mm-hmm. was, you know, he said that, man, you know, a lot of times we always ask, and why do bad things happen to good people? Yeah. Well, really, the worst thing that could have ever happened happened to the best person, yeah. Jesus. And so he, he kind of makes the point that, man, if God puts all of our sin on Jesus Christ on mm-hmm. the cross, then that means that everything else has purpose. Yeah. Because, man, if Jesus accepts all of our sins, Man, when we have done something wrong or something negative has happened, yeah. God can use even the worst of things. The worst thing that could happen to Jesus, the best person, was right. that he died, but he used it so that we could be made free. And yeah. so, man, it's just a, a promise, kind of like a picture of a promise that, yeah. that God is going to use all things yeah. for the glory of his name. And yeah. like a lot of times that is that might seem bad in one case, but then later on down the road, you see that it, it actually did have some kind of purpose to yeah. it. So. All right, Ola. Yeah. We'll wrap up this episode, man. Um, man, what is the most challenging thing about following Jesus? And then what is the best thing about following Jesus authentically? Yeah, the most challenging thing about following Jesus authentically is uh, laying down one's preference. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, following Jesus is, is a realization that his glory is the reason why all of this is why mm-hmm. my life is uh, in itself. So um, if his glory is too, if his name to magnify, sometimes I have to lay down my preferences itself. Uh, but in that also, is 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 a be- there's a beauty to it mm. in the sense that um, we know, like I said, it's for his glory, for his name. I, I say for his name strategically. Um, in his glory, in his magnification, is our joy. Mm. Um, there's a there's a there's there's a there's a purpose feel like there's a there's a happiness that comes. Uh, it might not look like it a lot when you when you lay down your purposes mm-hmm. for God. Um, but uh, really, I think for me, the greatest thing um, about a life giving my life to Christ, following Jesus, is is assurance that comes with it. Um, I come from a culture of um, in my culture we have a lot of gods, we have a lot of love. Um, traditions. What of, culture is it? Uh, I'm, I'm proud of the Yoruba tribe, mm-hmm. and we there's a lot of gods, and I've heard this a lot too from a lot of people from other religion. It's like the precept of most religion is like you do good things and you accept it. Okay, um, the, the god of that religion yeah, accepts you. Accepts you, um, mm-hmm. and you get to this. You might get to this point of achievement, point of enlightenment. It's so called so many things. Um, but Christianity flips it around in, just, in the sense that uh, Christ has died, has done everything um, for my salvation on the cross. And because of that, my salvation, my, I want to call it inheritance, because I'm now I'm, in, your inheritance. Inheritance. Okay. Um, 
is solid. It's it's stamped mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, because Jesus died on the mm-hmm. cross and resurrected, and I've given my life to Him. That comes with an assurance. I should I used to live out of fear, uh, which is why one of the reasons why I wanted to do everything that I could do so mm. I could get to heaven in the first place. But I know I knew that I couldn't do. I could never achieve that. It's impossible. But a, a realization and acceptance of that of the fact that Jesus has done it fully on the cross mm. and has given me the reward of 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 the, of his obedience from the cross is giving it to me. Now I can. I am solid. I am assured that when I die, I will go to heaven to be with my father. It's confirmed. It's there's an assurance. It, mm. It's it's done. I love that. You yeah. know, I always think about all these old gospel tracks or yeah. like somebody would ask you, they're trying to evangelize you. If you die, are you sure you're hundred percent sure you go to heaven? And you know, a lot of yeah. people would be like, no, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah. You know, I used to be like that. But because of like what you're saying, because of what Christ has done, yeah. we have a hundred percent assurance yeah. that we get admitted into heaven, not because we're good, but yeah. because Jesus was good. Right. And he exchanged places with us. Absolutely. Yeah. Man, Ola, thanks. It's been a it's been a wonderful time, man. Thank you, I came all the way from Tampa <laughs> to be on the I'm just kidding. Now he came. It's Thanksgiving. And uh, he surprised me. I thank you for coming through, man. Happy to be here, man. Good to see your um your crib. A little married house, yeah. You know? <laughs> Very married house, by the way. <laughs> He just means it looks better than uh, a college dorm. Yeah, where we used to leave. <laughs> we're we blessed to love be, for that. We used to be roommates, man. Wow, it's been a minute. It's been yeah, about a year, year and a half. Praise the Lord. Oh, oh, thank God. Hey, man, I appreciate it. Is there any one last thing you would like the people to know? Any two minutes? No, 30 seconds. You got 30 seconds. What would wow, you? That's anything. So, so much pressure on me right now. Well, it's it's been giving my life to Jesus, of course, has not been easy, and half of the time I realized I'm a mess. But there's no other life I would want to live mm. that would never that won't involve Jesus. Um, if people always ask this question: If you would come out, come back as something else, what do you want to come back as? Um, I would want to come back, possibly as Olamide, that knows Jesus from the moment I was born to the day I oh, die. Oh, wow, that's good. There's nothing else. There's nothing else. There's no one else. There's nothing else can compare. There's no money. There's no achievement. There's nothing else that is that can be compared to Jesus. Wow, I love it. I love it. There you have it, folks. A long day on authentic footsteps, following Jesus for real. I appreciate you, man. No problem, brother. Appreciate you. I'ma see you. Yes, sir. Be blessed. Bye bye. All right, everybody, and now it's time for segment number three as we wrap up to get out of here. Segment number three is your faith challenge. In your faith challenge, I'm going to challenge everyone, everybody to do something, okay? If you're a believer, here's your faith challenge. If you're already a believer, your challenge is to write down a few reasons as to why following Jesus has been worth it. Just a few reasons, maybe two or three, and then I'm going to challenge you to tell somebody about that. Why has Jesus been worth it? Uh, why has Jesus been worth following? And, and if you're not a believer and you're kind of investigating some things, your faith challenge is to go read Matthew chapter 9, verses 9 through 13. It's only five verses. It's only five verses. Matthew chapter 9 is where we started our Bible Stay Wildin' segment, uh, the story of the calling of Matthew. I would highly encourage you to check it out. But listen, this goes for everybody. I really want to hear how your faith challenge has been. I really do. So email me 
at dwspeaks95 at gmail.com or you can DM me or tweet me on Instagram or Twitter and that is at Nico J. Williams that's N-E-E-K-O J. Williams uh, DM me, tweet me um, follow me on Instagram and Twitter I'd love to hear from you, maybe I'll even shout you out in our next episode Y'all, that has been, that wraps it up. This has been an awesome episode of Authentic Footsteps. Catch us uh, the week after next for our next episode. We appreciate you, and we out this piece.